Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. All right, it's another ice cream social. Sitting across from me, that is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. How's it going, Paul? Real good. I'm almost over my fucking cold. (laughs) The one that you had since July? Three weeks this thing has hung in. It's pretty much gone now, but good gravy. Um, Are you... Today... Is today your birthday? Yesterday was my birthday. December 1st. Okay. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. Yes, I made it. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, it's a big birthday. The big 4-0. The big 4-0. Paul mm-hmm. Mattingly, 40 fucking years old. It's pretty fucked up. You're an old man. I am. My wife was freaking out. It's like, I'm married to a 40-year-old man. <laughs> well, she's 17. She has a right to be freaked out. Yeah. You know, it's very much a Jerry Lee kind of thing. <laughs> you you shaked your nerves <laughs> and you rattled her brains? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I took a minor across state lines. What? Oh. <laughs> Got away with murder and I never did time. That's right. <laughs> That's what they say. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. They call him the killer. He's he fucking he apparently just straight up got away with murder. Yeah. He's... Anyone who interacted with Jerry Lee Lewis when he was older just said like he made the room feel like ice. Like if he started getting at all pissed at all, it made everyone in the room just go holy shit. And so I remember when I first heard that Million Dollar Quartet was coming to town, and I had not never seen the show, and I was like, uh, I got Jerry Lee Lewis in it, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna, I wonder if they're gonna like touch know, on show, that, show how fucking crazy mad he is, and it's just it's uh, the way the cro- the chronological order of the show takes place. Jerry Lee Lewis is so young, he's like nineteen years old when this meeting takes place. So he hadn't raped or murdered anyone yet. None. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his cousin, I don't think it was his, his Alleg- cousin, his, allegedly, his, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, he's still alive, right? Uh, yes. And he will just come kill us. We're not, come, even, we're not yeah. even worried about a lawsuit. Yeah, no, we're worried no, about no, getting no. killed just, by Charlie Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, is, is, what's, his, what's his name? What's the, his cousin's name? The the preacher. Uh, his cousin was a preacher? Oh, Jimmy Swaggart. Yeah, Jimmy Swaggart Jimmy was, Swaggart his, cousin. was yeah, his cousin. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of a thing. It was uh, Dennis Quaid in the movie. I know that from uh, the show, Million Dollar Quartet, because there's like, <laughs> there's like a moment. And I don't, I don't know if the cast likes when I bring this up or not, but there's like a fun facts time. Everyone like cracks a beer and then just says like, a fun a fun fact yeah, about them. Like like yeah, Jerry Lewis is like I you know my cousin's Jimmy Swagger. Uh, I was like I was a twin. Uh, he died <laughs> in, he died in, you know in utero, uh, and like everyone just goes through like all the fun facts of the of the trials of their family, <laughs> and then they go like anyway you shake my nerve and you rattle my brain. And well so, that's that's classic storytelling. That's the Jaws yeah. uh, scar uh, scene. You know yeah, yeah yeah it is it is very feels mm-hmm. very Jaws like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so uh, if you go to see Million Dollar Quartet, there's no seeds of it, none of it. You don't get the impression at all that Jerry. You get the impression that Jerry Lewis is going to be a superstar, which is accurate. Um, but you don't get the impression that he's going to get away with murder, Mary's cousin. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess surprising what, what subtext they decide to leave out of that show. Where the movie takes place, <laughs> where the, uh, the 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 musical takes place, I don't think his cousin's born yet. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So he's safe. Who's safe there? <laughs> you know, 
I think I I don't want to jump the gun too much because I know we're probably going to address this on Penn Sunday School, but the, 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 I'm getting there's there's more and more comedians coming out and talking about how like they're just kind of getting the, the basically it's getting harder and harder to be a stand up comedian in the internet era because everybody steals everybody's material. No, uh, because nobody wants to come out to a club to see it. Uh, no, but I like this. Keep guessing. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I have an answer. But because the audience don't have any kind of attention span anymore. Three minutes is their max. No. Because the laugh-a-meter that they installed in uh, Italy is actually catching on, and people <laughs> pay by the laugh now. They don't um, make a dime because they're not funny. <laughs> that would be – that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that uh, people who are offended have a much larger voice now. Because of, I saw a little blurb about that today with Chris Rock talking yeah, about how Chris he won't Rock play colleges it. anymore because right. everybody gets up in arms at every little thing. And also that people are kind of dumb about how they get up in arms about. Like, like, for example, I was thinking about our show and how we made fun of vampire... Uh, vampire Bill Cosby. Vampire rapist Bill Cosby. Alleged. Alleged, <laughs> alleged vampire and alleged rapist. <laughs> um, and there's a thing about this. Like, I was trying to think of a way to phrase this where, like, basically people are treating comedians who make fun of bill cosby the same way they treat comedians who make fun of bill cosby's victims right like you and i aren't making fun of the people who are coming out not in the least and we we, but we are the, certainly making fun of bill cosby right we have no problem making fun of I have him. the greatest empathy and right. and you know my and heart it, goes out to those people who suffered absolutely and so when w- w- if you know if all of a sudden it came out where this was some kind of grand you know, conspiracy to uh, go after this old man. Uh, wait Which till... people have thrown out that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying, that theory. You know, absolutely. If you're if you're going to make sure that the guy is never going to go to jail, the persecution wait, of wait the cause. Statute of limitations comes up and then launch into it. That's right. The way yeah, to, that's how it that's works. Exactly. It done, right? Strange. Um, so, uh, you know, like if all of a sudden he were to be cleared, we wouldn't owe an apology to anyone but Bill Cosby. No. Right. No. So, like, when we make fun of him. Then we're we don't you know like we're not being insensitive, like the, like just bring up a topic is not offensive. You're a comedian. Your job well, is to address shit. People need to remember the point of parody, the point of comedy. Yeah, it is to address difficult subjects in an interesting and open, frank manner that and, people do not. It's the, it's the same old statement, right? I, yeah. uh, you have the right to be offended, but yeah. you do not have the right to not be offended. Yeah. You 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 ha- you cannot stand up there and go how dare you? You turn it off or you leave, but don't stand around and go you can't, right? Because that's not right. No, and then, so damn, like, that is just another good quote from Paul. Paul no, comes that's up not with the mine. best quote. That's not mine. I think that's Penn's. <laughs> Jacob's doing a callback. We did this whole bit the last time you brought Jesus. this quote. <laughs> <laughs> but it's right. Paul is just a fucking genius. It's a good quote. It's not my quote. It's a great yeah. quote. I think it is Penn's quote. Uh, that's that's the smartest. That is actually tactic. not Penn's quote. That is the right. smartest tactic you've taken to try to get us to stop saying that. Just saying. <laughs> that's the, that's definitely the one thing. Right, you now, can do I is say, now I know. Now I know. Yeah, no, well, I'm pretty sure that's Penn. Yeah, and you guys are just let that, I have to be right hands off. Yeah. I have yep. to be hands off on that right away. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. He said a lot of great things in his time. He certainly has. I just found. I just found it online. That is a. P. Mattingly. P. Mattingly <laughs> came up with that quote. Fucker. Jacob looks up stuff on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> <laughs> we won't know until after the show. Well, I just heard a really, I won't I won't name names, but I just heard a really uh, 
jacked up tale from a friend of mine who was doing a piece. Yeah. And you know, he was he was doing a, a sketch in yeah. a sketch show in a sketch place. Yeah. And the sketch was uh, a parody of uh Texans and their kind of out there views on a lot of uh laws and things that are going on in the state. Yeah. And in order to bring, you know, the sense of irony and uh uh parody to yeah. this point, he made all the Texans basically into Yosemite Sams. Like full on crazy long beard mustache combo. Yeah. Shoot guns in the air. Neehaw. You know, like the cowboy guy from The Simpsons. Yeah. Like out there. Was called to the carpet by one of the producers about the outlandish representation of a Texan. Stop it. I know. And like you realize that's not how all Texans are. And it's like, who yes. the f- Everyone watching the fucking sketch realizes that. Right. Thank you. See, that's your why, reaction your reaction is exactly not, right. That's yeah. why we're fucking laughing at the sketch. Right. Because we're not, we don't it's we parody. Don't, we don't get up in that theater in probably Los Angeles, but Paul won't say. We probably don't we don't I wish. Up, we don't, oh no. I wish. No. I wish. I'm not gonna say You're I not can't. gonna say Chicago? <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> Chicago is where that shit's supposed to go down. Right. And the fucking mecca of that shit. Unbelievable. It's the fucking proving ground. It might have been in the Temple of Satire, as it might as yeah. it's known. And so it might have been a place I worked. Say, for example, <laughs> this happened at Second City, as an example. Let's just let's just get uh, hyperbolically uh, theoretical. <laughs> How many people are standing up and going like, "Hooray! What an accurate portrayal of Texans!" Because first off, first of all, if you believe that then it's not a fucking sketch. Right. What you're watching is a one-act drama. Uh-huh. Otherwise, that has to be a fucking character. Let me give you insult to injury. Yeah. Let me give you insult to injury. This person is dating a Texan. <laughs> and that was and that was what put it over the edge. I got to tell you, I wrote a sketch. One of the first sketches I wrote in college. <laughs> Fuck off! One of the first sketches I wrote in college was Closet Diabetic. And what happens is I did the exact like after school special 101 perfect you know t- typical, as though as though a teen had to come as a out teen had to come out to his dad as diabetic and his dad is not happy with him and so he tells him to read his bible you want to become a pillar of sugar you know all this other stuff and we we go through the whole fucking we go through the whole fucking argument. A pillar of sugar is like, great. Oh my diabetic. god! You know, like they'll they'll fucking you know they'll they'll fucking spray paint diab on your locker and, and fucking pound candy bars in your mouth in the diab showers. on your locker. You know, we went through the, yeah. like every fucking argument that we uh-huh. could think of in, in the, the uh-huh. diabetic terms. The, we did this thing everywhere. We even tried to do it like in the Caribbean, where there's like a very conservative uh, uh, Christian culture. We did it everywhere where there'd be adults because we wanted to kind of like push an envelope for anyone who might be anti-gay. Anytime we could, anytime we felt like we'd be in mixed company, we really want to do that sketch right. just to kind of. Because um, it's a wonderful analogous way to drive home that point in with parody. The only people who ever got offended at that sketch diabetics were diabetics. <laughs> oh well, you know they're they're low sugar. It goes over their head. They're not thinking right. It's just like oh, I can't. Diabetics. It. It's uh, it's wasn't that Elron Hubbard's big book. Uh, yeah, diabetics. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's what the religious. That's, that's what the religious hatred for them started. Um, well, that's the thing, right? So, like, if someone makes fun of Bill Cosby in the, in the comedy show, and the person next to him laughs, and you don't want to laugh at that topic, do you think that that person who's laughing at the Cosby joke is on Cosby's side? Do you think that they're like cool with everyone who laughs at the Cosby joke is cool with this guy being an alleged uh, fucking drink drugging rapist? All I know. Is the few times that I watch television 
or turn on the radio, I hear the most ignorant shit. Yeah. And I shut it right off. So I guess the world is just real dumb. It's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The people don't. People don't think beyond the instant. Yeah. People don't. They don't have the capacity. It's what. What is it? That uh, here's another another great quote for you. What's it's the 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 capacity to entertain two yeah. opposing ideas without having to throw allegiance to one or the other. Yeah. Right. To be able to just think about things in a in a in a, in a complex way. Yeah. To entertain ideas that aren't your own or or or, or, or don't go along with what you believe or what have you. But to be able to, but, it's not even, but to see other viewpoints and to, and to understand where people come from. In this empathy in that kind of thing. In this scenario, here's here's exactly what's happening. You and I can't do shit about the Cosby rapes. No, we have no you power to I rectify or change that situation nothing. at all. And 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 if and and it sucks. It's like terrible. It's, it's awful, right? And the people that we talk to when we do the bucket show, or or or, or the listeners uh, here on on Ice Cream Social. They can't do the fuck a lot about it either. Mm. So when you're stuck with this fucking heap of awful in your brain and there's not a lot you can do about it, that's exactly what comedy is for. Yep. Otherwise you go nuts. Yeah. And like we said, it's about creating dialogue. Yeah. People who get offended more times than not are trying to shut down dialogue. Absolutely. Which is, that is contrary to help. That is contrary to good. Do you do not stop that, man? There's some there's some terrible shit going on right now. Yeah, my wife was just apprising me of some uh, horrible situation where there was this. Uh, um, I guess it was in Australia, where these two young girls went into the bathroom and were followed by two guys, and were being accosted. And this woman that saw it went in, tried to break it up, broke it up. Then they followed her to her car and beat her to death with a bat. Jesus. Right. Wow. Yes. Now, I don't know all the details of that. That was a secondhand relayed story to me by my wife. What kind but, of bat? Uh, I Probably not a little. See, that's slugger. an that's insensitive a, yeah, joke yeah. right, right there, no, right? That's I, a no, very but, insensitive joke. But it's but you've you got to break it. I can't do anything that about was part, this. I right. can't go so to this Australia. is what you do. You break that. I can't do it. And by making that joke, I'm not saying I hope every person gets beaten to death with a bat. Not in the least. Oh, my God. But you do hope that. I hope there, there are. I do have a list of people I hope that die at the hands of baseball bat, but it's not random Australian women. I'll tell you that much right now. No, it's terrible. Jesus, I knocked this fucking thing over all the time. Paul, I, need, I try to do some extender. of the show on a mic. I got to get some of this extender. Uh, and then what was the other thing uh, that I was just uh, thinking about? Shit. Oh, oh. And then this just went down. We talked about this on uh, the uh, Geek Shock. Britain just banned a ton of sex acts from being recorded. Yes. This is. I actually had this article. I wasn't sure we were going to do this episode. Or the next one. I pulled so, it up. I have the article. The place where it's safe, legal, and there can be some rational understanding and discourse about the human sexuality situation. Again, we're trying to get all prudish on this. What the? What the yeah. fuck? And uh, shit. I don't know if, do I have it? I have it somewhere. God um, damn! I hope reverse cowgirl with a monkey isn't on that list. Nope. I think you're in the clear. I think you're in the oh, clear. Thank God. Well, you know, if there's a time, the, the focus is on BDSM. That's what they're. Uh, but but okay. again, that's a broad, broad stroke of a what you know yeah. what qualifies as bondage and sadomasochism to one man. You know, it's like it's well, a Tuesday to somebody exactly, else. Exactly. Exactly. Amongst consenting adults, right? And I I am far from being so naive to think there are not terrible things that go down within the porn industry. 
and that there are people that do get exploited here and there. But within at least some of the stuff, it's pretty well regulated. Yeah. Life-threatening uh, strangulation. Uh, now here's where it gets here's where here's where it gets upsetting. Yeah, let I me, thought you were going to uh, say no, sticky. I'll tell you what the worst one is. I'll tell you what the worst one is. Go ahead. Face sitting, right? Fisting. You know what the worst one is that they banned? What's that? They banned female ejaculation. Shut the fuck up. Right. So no talk about bukkake and money shots. Guys can nut anywhere they want. They can fling their sauce all over town. Meanwhile, female ejaculation. Part of me thinks this whole thing was just to shut down female ejaculation as one more slap to say, women, no, only men can ejaculate in pornography. That, yeah, how dare you stomp onto the turf of, of the men? Did this? We have a lot of UK listeners. What the fucking fuck? <laughs> really? Somebody, somebody sent us some scoop mail. Tell us what the fuck is going well, on. Well, I understand. I understand. It's 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 a ban about the production of future stuff in Britain. I don't think it applies to banning the importation of those kinds of videos or the sale or whatever, but I think it's the production of them, but it's still fucked up either way. The fact that you want to go on record that you're a law person that you are sitting in around in your powdered wig and going, you know what? I don't think these (laughs) ladies should be spurting everywhere. Listen, I know this is too much. Well, they are very clean people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, once it gets in the wig, it's impossible to get out. And again, like, uh, This is like this is like people get really uptight about gay marriage. Where like, if your religion, your religion is your religion, right? Like, why mm-hmm. does your belief have to be the person who doesn't have your beliefs' belief? I don't understand it. How hard is it, that pun intended, to avoid porn that you don't want to watch? How hard is it to avoid porn? Unless you're on the internet, it's yeah. pretty easy. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't like stop at the bus stop, and there's not like. Uh, Terry, check out this female ejaculation. Ah. Yeah, 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 exactly. No. Oh, like, no, no, damn it. Oh, no, I've never no. wanted to see that. <laughs> now I'll never get it out of my mind. This should be a law. Oh, man, this is it. Female ejaculation? Can you believe? How dare they? I mean, it's really, but it's really just I one mean, more. Honestly, women are an inferior gender, and I rarely think about their needs. But, <laughs> it um, really, it's one more thing. It's, it's one so more. There's so many good drops on this show. <laughs> they, <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers want to make it about some kind of, you know, why, safety and all that. It's really a slap at women. Why doesn't half the earth have the same ejaculatory rights as another half of the gender? Your guess is as good as mine. This is crazy. Yeah. That if, is really if anything up women shaming. Yes. This is right. This is this is this is much closer to uh to um female circumcision right forced female circumcision right than it is to freedom you're going to tell me that if a woman comes on camera illegal <laughs> that is what you're saying this basically is the craziest and but this is but this having. is i know but it's fucked up like that's kind of one of those things like uh that really does tie into the whole patriarchy and the whole thing oh, of like, a woman's pleasure means nothing. Yeah. Man gets in there, does his business, nuts once, and he's out. Yeah. If she came, good for her. But she probably didn't because straight vaginal penetration doesn't do a whole lot for ladies. Hint, hint, dudes. From, hint. From missionary pictures <laughs> and one nut productions. Come tea time for misogynists. <laughs> Precisely. I mean, it is really terrible. It is tea time for misogyny. Tea time that's for what misogyny. this law should be called. And that's what this episode's going to be High tea for misogyny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that is just, I mean, how... It's outrageous. I mean, every female, whether you like pornography or not, should be outraged. 
We right, we make so much fucking progress, and then these these assholes just come in and pass laws. Meanwhile, meanwhile, no one, no one has gone to jail over the banking scandal that nearly destroyed the universe. <laughs> That's true. Not one individual has yep. gone to jail for that white collar crime. But no, let's make sure women can't come on film. Fuck First you. Off, if I was British, then I'd be well, I'd be so Well, if you were British, you wouldn't be able to have that microphone that close to your mouth because your teeth would be hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn for one. No, go ahead. Now, what Paul says... No, um... Uh, when, like... If I was if I was uh, a British, I'd be screwed right now because, like, in real life, I can't make a woman come. So, <laughs> like, I wouldn't even know that in, if I grew up in Britain, <laughs> then this would be like a myth. This would just be like like the Loch Ness monster and a woman coming will be the same thing. <laughs> what do you mean she's got ejaculate? I don't believe it. I've never seen it. Oh man. I was watching this wonderful porno. I got rock hard. I was right into it. I was working myself ragged with the latest British moisturizer. And then all of a sudden, I stopped Her Majesty's my cream. Jank. I was using Her Majesty's cream. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped yanking. Her Majesty's cream. I stopped yanking my perfectly reasonable uncircumcised cock. And called the police <laughs> the moment I saw a female ejaculate. Get the bobbies on the horn. A lady the just beer jizzed beer everywhere. Beer beer beer. What's all this then? <laughs> what you got there? Tamron Bishop, Scotland Yard. <laughs> I smell female cum in this room. And I see a camera in the corner. No one leaves. <laughs> Well, we know nothing about British law, yeah, um, <laughs> but we know what's happening in the next Bobby's season of Sherlock. Scotland. That's true. <laughs> oh man, Cumberbatch takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> Thank you. That was just for Jacob. Everybody. I cannot believe it. Just it's, it's just so anti-woman. It's just it truly is crazy. It truly is. That's I, I, I because all the things that the rest you, of it, you know, whatever. The, but all of the other finer points that you want to bring up, like <laughs> first off, the life-threatening situations. Please, please tell me. How many porn-related deaths there are in the UK? Yeah, show me the Eight. the staggering the staggering number of of real snuff films that get out there in mass production. <laughs> where do they Where do they bury those bodies? What the fuck? Uh, what is the death count of that that, that, that that you need to? And then and here's the thing. And then how, it's illegal to murder how? anyone anytime. Not <laughs> not just in a porn movie. You don't have to regulate that kind of shit. It's well, not well, legal. If, Thursdays. If, 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 in, in Thursdays of, at school in England. <laughs> they do get away on it Thursdays? Yeah, Thursdays are fine. They have the Thursday purge. Snuff Thursday. Exactly. But it's only for men. <laughs> of if, course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if women try to take place in the purge. That's, Outrageous. What is the symptom? What is the life-threatening symptom of, of female ejaculating? There's n it doesn't do anyone any harm. Now... It probably does you a world of good. I would understand if it's a combination, okay? So if they're eliminating face-sitting and female ejaculation, they're trying to stop people from drowning. That I make, that makes sense. Or they're, they've come up with a, a new kind of waterboarding that they're keeping all to themselves. 
That's what it is. They're they're saving all the squirters for the for the Abu Ghraib court torture camp. That's that's actually that's gonna be the weirdest side effect of this law, <laughs> is that a lot of women who are secretly BDSM lesbians are gonna go into uh, terrorist interrogations. <laughs> that's gonna be the weirdest side effect ever. Cytheria is gonna get they're to gonna the truth, y'all. <laughs> the only way I can get my rocks off now is through interrogating a, uh, would be suspects. I think that uh, Matt might be onto something here. Uh, water sports. All also illegal. That's also on the list. Right. This is what I'm saying. It's There's just like, nothing life-threatening about that. No. Not drowning. Face-sitting <laughs> combined with the water sports. It's true. Um, there's, a, there's a rash of drownings. It's true. In fact, also, they, were it causes just a rash. To, they were just about to break the Guinness World Records for the most water sports scenes shot in one pool at one time. And, uh, <laughs> and I think this law was specifically to stop that record from being broken. Would you want to shoot that in a pool? <laughs> uh, only if I want to fill up. I want to fill up and drown everyone in it. <laughs> Um, and I can't think of a better way to die myself. That's the way I want to go, guys. All right, guys. If also, you find me, if you find me dead in a period, revenge, now, revenge porn, porn. That's that's a that's a whole other thing. That's that's the thing that like you, a, you take like old sex tapes of you and your partner after you break up and publish them, right? right? Yes. Okay. Now, but the the hard thing, and again, this is if but, that, a but UK, that's not consenting. It was at the time. Well, it was consent. Yeah, but there's no no consent for having it being put out for the publishing. So again, yeah, there are laws and there are ways to legally tackle that without passing some crazy, all-encompassing, no ladies having fun law. (laughs) Which is what they've done. That you talk about pork on this. They 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 got a little bit of pork barrel. There's a pork barrel. (laughs) Even even revenge porn, which is evil and awful, terrible, terrible. There's a place in the court system for that, and it's just not jail time. You know, like you can sue them. There's many there's many counts that make that revenge porn a suable offense where you can make money or take that person down and, even, and that would be even at least a, in the US. A limited yeah. a limited amount of jail time I could see being a, a feasible possibility outcome depending on the situation. Sure. And uh, you know, uh what the intent was behind the release of these things and if yeah. there was, you know, other things connected to it. Yeah. You know, cuz there's a lot of these and they're ha- oh, well. This is a whole other bucket of worms. With that whole thing that's been going on. I only caught a little snippet of it on NPR about um, the threat letters and the, the new how to regulate these threats in the internet age. You know, people making oh yeah yeah absolutely very dangerous, scary, physical, rapey threats to people online. Oh, did you see the one? Uh, it was the uh, she's like a 21 year old blogger that uh, she, she's she's an attractive 21 year old blogger. Uh, she does uh, video game uh, reviews. I, this is a different one, but yes, I saw this too. Yeah, um, she was getting all of these tweets and messages about uh, from people saying they were going to rape her and all this stuff. And as uh, she did a little bit of, bit of research on the people that were sending her these messages and found that they were mostly minors, found that they were mostly uh, just just little boys sending her these messages. Mm-hmm. And so her solution was contact their mothers. Yep, she found I them on Facebook, that. found their it's mothers, brilliant. and sent their mothers messages. Yes, it's brilliant. I, I think that's a that's just, a that's an amazingly handled it wonderfully. Yeah, that's a, that's and and what a brave, cool way to handle that. Yes, yeah. I don't think yeah. I'd have the stones if I got rape threats to even look at people anymore. No, and this is the, this is the thing. This is the thing. We as men do not understand no. this world from the female point of view, and we no, never pretty will. much a full on rapist. It's the scariest fucking thing. Here's the thing I don't like yeah. about that drop, Jacob. It's not that you make me look like a rapist in the drop. It's that that is a line from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's true. And you've taken the drop. But take the drop from It's Always Sunny. I don't want people thinking that we quote It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and then keep that for ourselves. Like we're trying to get away 
with quoting other people's shit and getting away with it. What are you saying about me? Here, I'll make it, I'll make it nice and easy for you, Jacob. Do it. Who, me? I'm a rapist. There. It's now not the line from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's much less funny. Use that and now one. you can make me as bad. You can make me look as bad as you want. Mm-hmm. You should um, say it in a silly clown voice. Okay. What? Oh, I'm just a rapist. That's the drop, Jacob. That was, that was really close to Mickey Mouse. Oh, 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 no, not me. I'm not Mickey Mouse, but I do like having people come inside my park and then, uh, you know, whatever they want to have happen, they can have happen. Um, if there's one place I have a great report. Except with female ejaculate. None of that. <laughs> yeah, No female ejaculate in my park. <laughs> Calm it down, Minnie. <laughs> Pluto, no! Any similarity to actually, actual Disney characters is purely coincidental <laughs> and unintentional. Perfect. I like it. We're so legally safe on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're uh, diseased with, with uh, suable offenses, but we come in with a, a condom of legal protections. <laughs> and uh, as long as it's a male genitals I'm talking about, we're fine in England as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a fucked up thing. I want scoop mail on this. I know we have a ton of UK scoops. I want scoop mail on this. I really want to understand I, this. I, too, would be very also, intrigued like how, with what you... You know, like yeah. like a ton of crazy-ass conservative anti-abortion laws were passed in many states uh, here, and they were all shot down on the federal level. Yes. And a lot of gay marriage bans have been shot down on the federal level by, uh, by uh, federal courts here. Which feels very hopeful. What... Uh, what happens here? Like we we are ignorant to the UK court process. What, what so. is the recourse in in yeah? The like UK? is this heading right down the same road that they headed here, and we just don't know it? Like are they, is this going right to a courthouse that's going to get it struck down, and we don't know? I hope so. Or does it take them? It rallying? seems like well, the way we've been reading it from the, the articles that we've been getting, it seems like it's a done deal. Look, I don't care. If, I don't care if you are the most conservative anti-porn. Uh, person, if you are pro women in any way, you should be rallying against this at every cost. This is absolutely meant to shame only one gender involved in this industry. Yep. And if there's a gender that has a hard enough time this, in this industry with all the horrible stories are, are about, it's mostly about women anyway. And so if you want to protect them from the porn industry, this is not the way to do it. Nope. Uh, and how can you possibly? I can't believe we're waiting this long to say this. How could you possibly enforce this in the internet era? You cannot dictate taste. How, now, you could not possibly. How the fuck are you going to stop UK people? You from can't stop the signal. The you can't stop the signal. They want to see it. Not only that, you want to look at it from a business perspective, from a GDP perspective. Now you're going to have to import that stuff. Yeah. The only people who are going to be making money off that are foreign producers of that imagery. Yeah. And they and so you have cut out the legs from your industry and you are going to let outside porn creators get a leg up on the burgeoning London porn Are industry. you saying something, Paul? Because I'm hearing something. What are you hearing? Are we going into the porn business right now? Are you and I going to start Madden Mattingly's? I mean, I'm going to go with Bucket Show on this one if we want it to be a female <laughs> ejaculate only. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be opposed. I know there's so much. this this It'd be, it'd be a blast. Is this Tony Longworth? It is. UK Tony Longworth. Yep. This is what I'm talking about. This is perfect female ejaculation music. <laughs> and and it's going to go unused. Right. Tony's out of a job. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. Fancy some tea and biscuits. 
Well, only if I can fill the cups. Oh. Woo! I got here a, I go! I got a whole trash can. I mean, bin over here. <laughs> How's your father? <laughs> Worst porn line ever. How's your father? <laughs> and they just make out right after that, right? Yeah, like that they go, was, that's not even like you don't that answer was meant them. As like I think that's I believe that's still slang. Oh. That's some old Austin Power shit for like a bit of a how's your father. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's all we know about all British know people is, from Austin Powers. Powers slang. We're so ignorant. From a, from a Canadian, a Canadian, a Canadian, Canadian SNL, SNL member. SNL bit that's eight years old now. Ten years old? More than that. Oh, Fifteen. More than, more than that, yeah. Nineties. Good Lord. More than that. I'm so old. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, wow. But, yeah, you're right. How's your father would be How's the your father? <laughs> He's doing all right. Fancy a shag. <laughs> um, I think we should go into scoop mail, but uh, I'll say first... We're getting a lot of suggestions uh, for our photo shoot that we have upcoming for uh, uh, Seven Magazine. And uh, a lot of them involved Jacob. I spent the weekend just writing back no Jacob (laughs) the whole time. I just kept writing back no Jacob. Uh, And there's, uh, of course, the funny reason of not including him. And then there's a legitimate reason, which is Jacob has two real jobs right now. He has no free time. He has no time. It's insane. Not counting this one. He's the busiest (laughs) man. Jacob has uh, real jobs that pay him real money, and he has two of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... uh, (laughs) So trying to schedule him for a photo shoot would be crazy. Very tough. Um, but uh, I'll say, Jacob, a lot of people want you in the photo. I'll also say All that right. um, Reddy Rich over at Penn Sunday School, he got a bunch of new equipment uh, to you know, kind of upgrade the quality of uh, since we're putting since now we have a Penn Sunday School as a YouTube channel, and so now a lot of those clips are living there. And uh, he wants to test out the equipment, but not on a live, you know, pen pen records live, so not on a live show. So he's like, you want to do a uh, bank show? I said, sure. And I said, uh, Paul and I can come by at this time, at this time, at that time. And he's like, well, what about Jacob? And I was like, oh. Yes. And I was like, you're the sound guy in the studio at, at Vintage Nude Studios. You're you're the audio guy. And he's like, and he's a, he, he listens to all the episodes. So he's like, no, no, but Jacob's part of the show now. Aww. And I was like, well, then we can't do it. Jacob has too many jobs. Like, we record the, the only... I was like, if, if Jacob's a deal breaker, he, we record the only free time that he has. That's amazing. Social. We, we use up every ounce of free time Jacob has. We, we can't, he can't come over and do that. Reddy is the, is the coolest fucking guy. That's yeah. hilarious. Reddy Rich is great. I like Reddy even more now. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you, you're going to love Reddy a lot. He, we kept up a, a Thanksgiving Day tradition. So last year, um, uh, Reddy came by our, our, uh, my house for Thanksgiving. And, and at the time, uh, we had the whole family there and had Reddy join us. Reddy came with a fucking Flintstone steak, like a bone the size of like my, my torso, attached to this freaking like the the two and a half inch thick steak that was like as big as like you know my stomach and um, my stomach. You said Flintstone steak. I thought yeah. I thought you said Flintstones dick. Oh no no! I was really <laughs> freaked out. I was like, "What?" A we, Flintstone we, we, we steak. We talked about British porn for way too long. All we know, <laughs> yeah, now, no. all we do is hear. Uh, body just parts. my brain always goes the wiener. Uh, and so this year. <laughs> We, you know, I didn't have family here. We both were were tourists, but we're like, what's one mutual stop we can make? And and we we came with our friend uh, Lana's, and then he's like, uh, and I like said, I said, uh, well, uh, we got to keep a tradition going. Let's uh, go ahead and bring another gigantic steak over there. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and so there you go. I had a full Thanksgiving, and then I <laughs> I split a tomahawk chop steak. <laughs> 
he cooked it perfectly. Oh, it was delicious. It, huge, it was, huh? Oh, gigantic. It was just like, oh, that the sounds best. great. That sounds so like really, my, really my good. dessert was this gigantic steak. <laughs> I was like, fuck pie. Yeah, that's my new. I wish I want that's that. We'll add it to the list of t-shirts we'll never yeah. make. Um, steak is dessert. No, just have a picture of steak and have it labeled pie. <laughs> <laughs> just have it. I did. I think I did. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. No, I have to put it out. I actually took a picture of the steak. <laughs> I'll put it out. Everyone's real curious about it right now. I've never. No one's ever seen red meat before. Um, it's a rarity. But yes, yeah, so everybody nice split a steak, and he thinks Jacob is part of the show. He's right. I know. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busting balls. <laughs> so uh, me and Paul are going to try and get over and do a bank episode over Just there. Someone can. We need bank shows. Honestly, we need we need bank shows so bad. I don't care. Go for <sighs> we it. We do. We Go do. We got to figure out another day where we can just get to. We need to just pick a day and do like ten. Yeah. Uh, you are so delirious after five. I cannot picture you doing. 10. I would love it. You would just be like, we would just I would be like, love it. Yeah, the shows would be out of hand. We'd be miking you on the carpet. It'd be fucked up, but it'd be fun. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about this a little off air as well with more detail. But with the, <laughs> with the holidays coming up, we need bank shows. But then we also want to do like a holiday show, like we did for Halloween. Yes. Oh yeah. So we got. Well, we'll do another well. holiday character. Yeah, I want to do another holiday character. I like it. So should we start asking for holiday characters already? Yeah, go ahead. And write in holiday characters. I'm going to reach out. I don't know if she'll do it, but I know last time it was. We trying to interview Penny Pivots in the long form format. She's in character. That was tough, but her show is going on in Vegas. So maybe we'll bring her in. My one idea is to bring her in for the dating game. Like we did. That could last be a lot time. of fun. We did the dating game last time. I think it should be a lot of fun at that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if not, we could always bring SJ back in. A lot of scoops are big fans of hers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that'd be an easy way to go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love all your uh, character suggestions, guys. And I'll, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm kept was... in the dark on that stuff. Yeah, I do, right up I until do the not, moment. I do not let Paul know any of your requests for characters. So until I have to make them up do. on the fly, and that's really fun for and me. And that's so. where Vampire Bill Cosby that's right. <laughs> took off, that's where he was born. Um, all right, let's get into some scoop mail. Blah, blah. Message for you, son. Uh, we got one here to lead off, one that was sent directly to me. Oh, that's right. And uh, it is Dear Gorgeous Locks and the Two Bears. And that the rest is... of this email is unimportant. <laughs> that is uh, no way. That is a British porn that Matt and Matt, that's going to be the first porn Matt and Matt only make. And, and, Gorgeous locks because we are straight up bears. Yeah, <laughs> is going to get choked and and until she ejaculates. Uh, you probably remember <laughs> me from the shitty job story about the magic shop this and the El Complicados episode. Yes, I have a holiday party coming up in a few weeks, and we are having a company roast. I was wondering if you all would ha- happen to have any tips. I can't wait to roast my boss, but I would also like to keep my new job. Any tips would be appreciated. Ooh. Furiously fucking you in the face and creaming for Jacob. Sassy scoop. P.S. Jacob needs a Facebook page so we can stalk him. Good point. Good Jacob point. doesn't need a Facebook page or stalkers. Jacob honestly just has too much work. He, Facebook page would he ruin his career. So busy. Yeah, with with major clients, people that we uh, Paul and I would die to work for. I, mm-hmm. I have a Facebook page and I'm never on it. So yeah, stalking me on Facebook is just useless. You might as well stalk me via scoop mail. Yeah, but you do not have Twitter. That's the thing you don't. No, have. I don't have Twitter. No, yeah. I, I I only have Facebook. I don't have Twitter, Instagram, none of none of the other stuff. And I barely have Facebook. Uh, what about um, Bearball Snapchat? Are you on that? 
Uh, that and Facebook, yes. <laughs> that's not social. That's just sexual for you. It's, it's bear true. ball Snapchat. Uh, bear ball Snapchat. It's, a, it's just pictures a variation of, of, of Snapchat. bears balls. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's all Kodiak bears, bears ball. black bears. <laughs> My question for all of those is they look like selfies, but are bears taking those pictures? <laughs> Anyways. That's, that's uh, the tricky one. Tips for roasts. Uh... Paul, Roast, you roasting any, your balls. I definitely have some roasting advice. Um, I would say this joke would get you fired. <laughs> hey, boss, if your wife ever needs denture work, the dentist can always do a molding of my cock because her teeth marks are all over my wiener. <laughs> so don't use that one. Don't use Other that than one. that, I, I think all bets are off. Roasting. The best thing to remember about if you're if you've never done a roast before, the the best thing to remember is that the uh, tradition is to roast everyone, not just the person who's getting right. roasted. Yeah. So find out who else is speaking, and start there. That can take. A, here's the thing: if you just rip apart everyone in the room, and everyone finds that funny, uh, gets their fair share. Everyone gets their fair share. And then you just throw in a couple of laser beams at the old boss, but ones that you know won't get you fired. You actually only probably need two or three jokes. If you really roast everyone else very well, you probably don't need that many roasts uh, jokes for the boss. For the boss, that will get you in trouble. But you need good jokes for the other ones. You need good jokes for the other ones, but the boss will will gladly let other people get roasted, I believe. That would be the, the one thing. Hey, guys, how about that Jeff Patel over in IT, huh? He sure is Indian. <laughs> no, that's, that's no, not, not going to work. No, so that don't, don't use that. Uh, do, do jokes like, uh, oh, man, I'm... I can't stand next to this microphone. The last person who talked up here had stinky breath, and they left a stink mic. Gross. Go brush your teeth. Paul, I don't know if you're helping this person at all. <laughs> I'll tell you, the most important thing that sounds simple, the most important thing about a roast that sounds simple, and I'm, I, I, I doubt you'll be able to do it, is that you have to with it, enjoy every word you're saying. You have to love every joke you're going to do. There has to be, and I mean this on a comedic formula way. The harsher and meaner you want to be has to be matched with an undertone of love and affection. This is what people don't understand about Don Rickles. This is what people don't understand about Lisa Lampanelli. Is that like you have to love uh, what you're saying. And you have to love what you're what, the joke that you're making. And you have to enjoy how horrible it is. You have to enjoy how harsh it is. And that enjoyment, that love, that passion, that fun is what makes everyone feel like it's okay in the yep. room. It's a uh, tough balance. It's really hard to do. Because uh, the moment you go like, uh-oh, I'm about to say this joke, the audience then agrees with you and says, uh-oh. And then if you go like, oh, that didn't go well, the audience agrees with you and says that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing yeah. about, about roasts. So good fucking luck. How about Jennifer and her ugly, ugly feet, everybody? Huh? Am I right? Wow, Jen. Those are some ugly feet you've got. You know what? I heard Jennifer's feet went into a beauty contest. <laughs> Got kicked right out. Kicked out. Feet. Beauty. Gross. Okay. And I'll go with one last roast advice, then we should uh, I'll stop. I love roast. I've My roast, roast. You, you're good at the roast thing. I'm terrible yeah. at the roast thing. The coolest, the coolest, oh, we, we can the, tell. One of the coolest <laughs> accomplishments that I, I had was that uh, Penn was asked to be Roastmaster for D. Snyder's roast, and he was going to say no. Then I told him I wanted to do it, and then he said yes. And then Penn and I wrote that roast together. So oh, if you, fun. If you look at D. Snyder's roast and you, and you 
can find Penn's parts in there. It's really fun. I got to write all of that with Penn, which was the coolest thing. They did the three. Th- they did a bunch of showbiz roasts here in town. I wrote on all three of those, and then this all started because my comedy group decided when we all turned thirty, we would roast each other, and so we did. We've done eight roasts uh, of each other, and That's man, great. did we evolve with it. Uh, our first roasts were really weird and almost like. Uh, like almost like mean. a poetry open mic. No, mm. no, it was the other way. Like we all oh. got really creative. Everybody was nice. Yeah, and everyone was too nice. Uh, but the, yeah, the harsh thing is if you make sure there's a joke. If you're mean, if you're mean with no joke, if you're like, wouldn't it be funny if I did something mean? No, is the answer. So you want to do? Um, okay, so here's the here's the, here's the template. Here's the template. Craig Ferguson uh, does this all the time in his opening monologue. Uh, it's a really easy one. So if you say you want to make fun of someone's stinky feet. Yep. What's a metaphor? Come up with a metaphor. What's a metaphor for stinky feet? Uh, you say like, uh, oh, like a like a trash can. Right. Yeah. So like, like a, a like a dirty trash can. Okay. So you say then then you re- turn that around and say what was her name and uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. So what's the difference between Jennifer and a stinking heaping pile of old fish trash? I don't know. What's the difference? One of them is tolerable to work around. And the other is Jennifer. The other is Jennifer's feet. Yeah. 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 So you, 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 that's how Craig Ferguson does it all the time. You just turn those around. That's a fun setup. And so you, you like just, a Mad Lib yeah, plug right there. Exactly. So you make the, the, plug and the play. easiest joke template is you, you say, like, what's this thing I want to make fun of? What's a metaphor to express that thing? And then you, you take those two factors and you go, what's the difference between blank and blank? And the punchline is that you sound like you're talking about the trash heap, but you're, and then you say the other is your coworker. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, one of my favorite. Oh, I told it wrong. The other is the heaping pile of. Oh no, I forget. I forget no, now. No, you got it. You I got it right. right. Okay, and, 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 and uh, it works both. There's two ways to do the punchline, so I'm uh, messing it up. What's the difference between Jennifer and a washing machine? What's that? The washing machine doesn't follow me around for two weeks after I dump a load in it. <laughs> 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 That's one of my favorite jokes of all time. Yeah. One of the times on a road trip. This is awful. This is, I would not make this joke it's now. It's a terrible we joke, were, but it's a good no, joke. No, but we were, yeah, we were younger, and then we went to, like, we stopped at a KFC on the road, and there was just this, like, kind of, like, fat uh, girl who was not... Working at a KFC? Showered, working at a KFC. Shut up. And then my buddy John says, what's the difference between a greasy bucket of chicken... And the woman who served it to us. I don't know. And he said, one is greasy and filled with 24 pieces of delicious fried chicken. And the other is made of cardboard. Uh, so I mean. Thought, I thought you were going to do some kind of bone joke. No, no, no. It's just, <laughs> just mean. And uh, But that... Made us fall on the floor laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did not say it to her. And here's the thing, right? So I am make, in this situation, unlike the Cosby rape victim, I am making fun of the wrong person in this situation. Same thing on my joke. Uh, yep. And so that's thus my apologetic tone afterward. But uh, uh, I do owe that person an apology, except they didn't hear it and they don't know who I am and they don't know about it. Problem is, shit's still funny and comedy's just gross sometimes. Comedy comes, and I've, I, speaking of Freddie Rich, I argue this with Freddie Rich, is comedy comes at something's expense. Comedy yep. has to have a victim. Mm-hmm. You know, even puns, the victim is language. But you know the great thing about us telling those jokes? Yeah. As much as somebody's on the butt end of it, yeah. no one's legally bound to suffer because of it. N- yeah, right. That's, that's Comedy's fine. Yeah. Passing laws on shit? That's true. Fuck off. That is absolutely true. Hey, what do they do to a chemist after he dies? What? 
They bury them. Nice. I like that. It goes the other way. Bury them. Oh! Oh, no, it doesn't. I just didn't get the joke. I didn't either. Yeah. Paul, what do they do with the chemist after he dies? I don't know. I don't know either. I've never been to a chemist funeral. <laughs> mm, I haven't either. I wonder what happens. All right, your turn. Uh, hey, Matt. Yeah. What do they do with a chemist after he dies? What? Everybody stands around uh, wearing gold suits and they go, aw. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? There's your, there's your chemical joke. Aw, he's dead. Aw. Um, uh, this is a, here's a dumb one. Plane crash. Yeah. Right on the border of North and South Korea. Right. Tensions are high. But where are you going to bury the survivors? I don't I know this one. You know it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay, you don't great. bury survivors. Man, you guys, sharp as tacks. You do in North and, Korea. Ah! Hey! <laughs> There's the twist. Jacob with the twist. Jacob actually turned your riddle into a joke, which is what we were doing. <laughs> telling <you>. jokes. <laughs> Uh, that's our that's our life. My life is trying to turn a riddle into a joke. No, but you just did the opposite. Never oh mind. yeah, All right, no, go he did a good job. We got a mail here from Dusty, the guy. Oh yeah, this is a follow up from Dusty who wrote us last week. We just couldn't decide whether that was a woman or a man. Oh, Dusty the guy. <laughs> so Dusty it's decided Dusty to Dusty the him. guy. First thing he wants to address is that he is a guy. Yep. Okay. Well, was Dusty the one in the bath? Uh, uh no, n- mentally no. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally, there's a porn that will never be seen in Britain okay. that happened with Dusty, okay. who wrote it last week. All right, the that's right. No, no. I, don't, I don't think this is Double D Dusty. Okay. No, no, no. Actually, I wish it were. Now I'm ready. If, it, if, if it's a male, but it still has Double D breasts, I'm in. I'm still back in. I'm in that tub. <laughs> Rub-a-dub-dub, sir. Already, this is the best scoop mail ever. We have a run word from it. <laughs> <laughs> Double delicious. All right, Dustin. Hello, friends. So I'm the guy who had the unfortunate driving next to el- elderly Asian story on the Fucksgiving show. Yes. I thought I would share my terrible job story. Around five years ago, I took on a job working for a construction plumbing company. I had never done anything resembling manual labor before that point uh, and was really green. The very first job I was assigned to was a remodel of the records department in a very large hospital, which will remain nameless. All I will say is that it may or may not be the hospital that President Kennedy was taken after he was assassinated, allegedly. Yeah. That <laughs> he wasn't allegedly assassinated. He was, he was definitely assassinated. Well, What's well, allegedly about it? Even if you're conspiracy or no conspiracy theorist, you're just assassinated. Well, there's a new thing I just saw. No. Well, I mean, assassinated or accidentally shot. I guess it's... Oh, like somebody was cleaning his gun and he shot the president? No, there's a theory, though, that this late this thing I saw just recently, a pretty decent uh, exploration of the whole Zabruta thing, where uh, they there's pretty, pretty possible that the guy... The secret serviceman behind him, in the car behind him, while he was standing up to address the threat, discharged his weapon. Is it's a perfect angle? Huh. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not into it. So he was still assassinated. I know. Well, yeah. Yes. Probably. All right. You got to watch it. It's interesting. It is interesting. Who the fuck knows? It is uh, interesting with the exception that many people have proven that the angle from the book Spotory is very plausible. All as right. A, as no, a, I mean, he was yeah, assassinated. I, I, bet I, I bet I won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, There's a conspiracy that keeps me from watching what you just talked <laughs> to me to recommend. You're, oh, my gosh. Oh, real quick. Oh, shit. Talk about a fucking rabbit hole. Somehow, on my Facebook feed, yeah. I found this video about how there's this crazy theory. Do you know the uh, 
the guy Alex Jones, the 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 he's a conspiracy theory yes. guy, right? Yes. Have you heard the conspiracy theory about Alex Jones? That he is uh, the that he is I mean, Bill Hicks. Yes, I have heard that. It was nuts. It is. I watched like twenty minutes of this video. I was like, <laughs> I, "What the fuck am I even watching?" I watched like thirty seconds of the video. <laughs> you watched uh, enough. I watched enough. It's bizarre, though. They look and sound alike. They do. But by that rationale, I am you and you are me. Well, the, <laughs> there we go, Eggman. <laughs> but he, but the the de- they did a dental comparison was kind of closeish. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's oh, there's shit. a lot of coincidences, but it's weird. It was weird. I want the scoops to send in interesting conspiracy theories. Oh no, you don't, because you'll never oh, you'll no. never leave your. Computer. They better only be interesting. Jacob, I don't know if you want to even edit this. I do not want conspiracy theories. Even though <laughs> no, no, because because they're ninety nine point nine percent. We have bunk. we have people who are conspiracy theorists who listen to our show for sure. I I find them fascinating. They are fascinating. I will give you that. But they're wackadoodle do. I used to love getting wrapped I, I want to do a few minutes too. on it because I, I want to. I only want to hear some of them. All right. I, I don't I, know enough I, of them, I, so I just want to hear some. I shouldn't shit on this idea. Fine. Uh, all of, all of you nut jobs, go ahead and write it. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't shit on this idea. All right, madman, go ahead. Do your Crazy worst. Fuckers. Do your worst. Bring it. Did worst. we land on the moon? Why is the pyramid separated from the rest of the pyramid and the fucking dollar bill? Let's go. Bring it. They better be interesting, or they're not getting read. <laughs> Anyway, moving on from well, that, uh, Dusty. That, that here. one's easy. That's a rocket ship. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the yeah. top of that pyramid is a rocket ship. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. So uh, he has the new ju- the job. How many the aliens signed the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> How many aliens signed the Declaration of Independence? I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't go. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go. Well, that guy Zebor Blob. Going, I was going to go, and then this chemist died. And I went to his funeral. Oh. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I know for a fact that Jacob's not even uh, like a. a a tenth of the way through the scoop mail. It's yeah, yeah, this is a long one. Uh, so they're doing an overnight job, which involved rerouting some of the waste lines in the floor. Uh, those are the tubey things that your poop uses to go home. Thank you for that. For uses to go what, home? What plumbing is. What? Poop got a house? But in like a children's book-like way. <laughs> yeah. How poop goes home. <laughs> one day, Turd was ready to leave the lower intestine. <laughs> Boy, I'm having a rough time. But I'm ready to get out of here and go home. Yeah. I hope I get to go first to Splash splash Ride and then go home. Sure enough, Turd ended up in Splash Ride, which we know <laughs> as Toilet. Splash Ride took Turd straight out the tunnel and into home area. Home area, which we call Waste uh, Management Place. Turd got mixed in with all of his other family, which is all turds. And baby diapers and condoms. <laughs> Uh, hey, Paul, how, fa- how far into this email do you think we are? First Not even two turds. <laughs> God. Trying to keep a guy out of a photo shoot. He just comes out full <laughs> barrels. Anyway, in order to do this, we had to that plug the good. line. Not even two really turds is really good. good. really fucking good. Bad jokes are my specialty. When you're like an audio guy, you're like the funny guy on the audio set. <laughs> I'm definitely the funny guy on the audio set. <laughs> yeah, I, I man, that give, give me a microphone in college. They put me, they made me like light designer for one of the shows. <laughs> fucking do not give me a headset. All I did was do bits. I had fucking <laughs> by the end we were doing Grapes of Wrath. The show was like fucking three hours long, and by the end of the run, I had three hours of material to get us through the fucking thing. I could go through. Every, I had like I, I had all these routines by the end. I'm the worst guy to have on a headset for a tech crew. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm awful. There was this one part of the show where this actor would get angry, and he started doing this thing where he would take his hat and he would slam it in his hand a few times and throw it on the ground. Yeah. And it was not the same amount. He was an authentic actor, so it wasn't the same amount every time. So every time the scene started, I, started, I would run slaps. a pool. I would get I would get a head cut. Everyone a headset. <laughs> I had to guess a number. And every night we ran a pool to see how, how many, many hat slaps. How many hat slaps? How many hat slaps pre floor slam? Then one time he slammed it like ten times through the ground and then kicked it. It was the first time he ever kicked it. And the whole audio, all everyone on headset just went. It was like the loudest the whole time. It was just bananas loud. It's the most unprofessional, so unprofessional thing ever. Just we're up in the rafters. Fucking all of us were like, "Whoa!" Now that's acting. Game changer. Game changer. Did anybody have the prop bet on that shit? Uh, <laughs> Anybody have the prop bet on a hat kick? One guy's kick? like, I had a fucking 150 to 1 on a hat kick. <laughs> Everyone gave it to me at the top of the production. <laughs> Fools! I can hear that. That's great. So in order to do this, we had to plug the line coming down from the floors below. One of my jobs at the end of the night was to make sure that an opening in the new line... Uh, was to make sure that an opening in the new lines was put in was capped I, I'm not sure so uh, job I had to cap the line at the end of the night uh, that was a job that I neglected to do the next morning we oh, released the no. plug holding back 13 floors oh! worth of shit and piss which in turn shot out of the opening I neglected to plug like Niagara Fecal Where Falls was this pl- opening if we shot a reenactment of this it could not be shown in the UK right you're now. right it's true I believe that would count as water sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, this opening happened to be over the cardiac uh, cardiac uh, cardiac surgery floor <gasps> no. while a procedure was taking place. Shut the fuck up. Luckily, it was right outside the operating room. But that whole floor and the emergency room were shut down for the day, and all emergencies were rerouted to another hospital while uh, the hazmat crews were brought in to clean up my terrible mess. It was a rough and really nasty lesson to learn on my first job site. Turns out there are many bad things that can happen in construction. That turned out to be the second worst day I ever had on the job. The first involved my rolling a large excavator over and snapping my left leg in half. It took six guys to lift it off of me and took three surgeries and a year on my back to get me back to walking. But that story isn't as funny, so we'll save it for another day. Love you guys. I dream every night of gently fucking you all in your pretty little faces. <laughs> Always keeping it Mothra. That's from Dusty. Parentheses. Nice, Dusty. I'm a guy. Thank you for keeping it Mothra, Dusty. Thanks, I Dusty. It. Keep it Mothra, baby. And Dusty, if you were a woman, we could not let you fuck our little faces in the UK. Not if you were the, that, in, within, a certain, within a certain inch no. proximity. Hey, Doc. Uh, listen, uh, I feel great. The heart procedure, I guess, went well. Um, uh, when I, I have some up, terrible news. Oh, what's you. that? You have three gallons of raw sewage in your <laughs> chest cavity. What? Three gallons of raw sewage poured directly into your chest cavity. Is that to help facilitate a... Not to help of- anything. There was raw sewage came bursting into the OR, and your chest cavity was open. Now, I couldn't stop the procedure, because you would have died. Might have been better, but you've got three gallons of raw sewage in your chest cavity from here on out. Could you, like... Couldn't you have gotten it down to like two gallons or a gallon and a half before you resealed the chest cavity? Probably, but 
We had a run on sponges. <laughs> you had a, a run. Other people needed sponges. For their... For their wounds and things. Were their wounds in their open chest cavity? On we top have of priorities. A and a f- chest cavity full of raw sewage is not one of them. A man can live with a chest cavity full of raw sewage. You are walking, talking proof of that. I guess you're right. All right, then. Shit breath. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sir. <laughs> I hope the recovery continues as planned. Thank you, Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Let's start to go into Optimus Prime. Did my doctor just turn into a truck and drive down the hall? Pay no attention to what's about to happen. <laughs> All right. Doctors, roll out. <laughs> Transformation Hospital, more than meets the nose. All right. We got a message here from James. Dear Matt, Mattingly, and Jacob, greetings from Australia. I keep having to remind myself that your name is Paul and not Mattingly, which is a wonderfully posh version of Matt and a great name for a baby. Whoa, good idea. There you go. Paul, I have another kid. You want Mattingly, me to Mattingly, Mattingly, Mattingly is a great name for a baby. Um, that's gonna, it's gonna stick. <laughs> I have spent the past few weeks catching up on past episodes and was inspired to write in after listening to your discussion about working conditions in show business before it went downhill into ruptured dick chambers. Uh, that the classic that always, happened. yeah. I want oh yeah. To- I want to let you know. You're saying we, we were going to talk about something and then we diverted into talking about dicks. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. Rupture dick chambers. Well, this is how it happens. So you're listening to an episode of Ice Cream Social. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let you know we're how much. Ex- we're not experts at anything. <laughs> so we're safe talking about people's private parts. Especially talking about our own. Oh, yeah. Which we're also not experts about. Not clearly. Mine is filthy, but I'm wearing a condom. <laughs> oh, good. The same one he's had on for 13 years. <laughs> Never needed it. <laughs> I takes it off to shave once a month. I'm like a monk, only I don't feed ducks or right. <laughs> good. <laughs> I want to let you know how much I appreciate hearing your perspectives on life. It is especially interesting to me because of the amazing parallels I am seeing between careers in the entertainment industry and a career as a research scientist. No, that can't be true. I am very interested now. Here we go. I am an evolutionary biologist with a PhD in behavioral ecology. Oh, well, see, we both probably work with a lot of monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Which means I am on track for an illustrious career as a taxi driver or bartender. Wait a minute. You can get those jobs by being a college dropout. What are you doing with a PhD? Sitting on it. I don't know how familiar you are with life as a research scientist. Plenty. (laughs) I've been been in taxis and I've been to a bar. But I feel like you could retell a lot of your career stories and replace the term improv comic with the term research scientist and it would all make perfect sense. Okay. Like entertainers, we provide products and services that are in high demand, but ones that that people are reluctant to pay for. We carve out our own niche and sell our skills rather than be recruited by people who know what they are after. Highly skilled and dedicated professionals often have have to unfairly choose between careers and relationships. We live off short-term contracts, and where we live and how long we live there is decided by where the next paycheck comes from. It has been wonderful for me to uh, hear your perspectives on what drives creative people to push through this relentless tide of abuse. 
I get the impression that any career path driven by creativity and self-motivation is one where workers are most like or more are more likely to be used and abused and mere stability is a vague pipe dream. I would love to hear your thoughts on why this persists in some industries and not others. As I have spent the past few weeks cramming in past episodes to catch up, I thought I would finish my letter with two quick thoughts on the things I've heard. Wait, we got to address what. Yeah, he so said let's first. let's talk about the let's talk about the other thing. First. Uh, I feel like he's talking more closer to like circus performer than he is talking about comedian. You only really tra- you only really travel a ton as a comedian if you start to get some work. Yeah, I mean, I've had to I've had to travel for work. Yeah, but it's but I've had a home base, thankfully. Yeah, um, but I would say. I think you're right, but I think even more and more, just any job is becoming that way. Yeah. Job stability is almost a, a non-existent thing anymore. Right. And what is the what is the tally now? Uh, people of our generation and beyond are looking to have somewhere in the neighborhood between 15 and 30 jobs in their lifetime, whereas the mean 20 years ago was like four, something I, like that, or five. How I mean, many jobs have you had now? I got to think that I'm man. up near there. Yeah, it's I a lot. Think that I'm up near. If I wanted to separate, it's something. Well, shit, I'd, I'd have to actually sit and think about it for a moment. But yeah, I, I'm sure it's been ten. Let's make that a project for us. I know we don't know count you up do our homework. gigs. Yeah, let's count up our gigs. It has to be jobs, like not. Yeah, like as a comedian, even if you work a bunch of times as a comedian. Yeah, no, it can't, one, that's one, one continuous gig. employment thing. Yeah, I mean, I lucked out with Star Trek. Like, that I was w- a big chunk of time. I would count my corporate training and as well as my corporate game show hosting as one gig. That's just corporate work. To right. Me. Okay. Right. I, if I would count Second City as just Second City, not outside gigs that I did, or, right? Or it, not even the boats, really. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's kind of the all, all one all one, one long thing, thing kind of. Right. Yeah. But still, nonetheless, I think. So I, would you I count just, all different like different improv shows that you've done? Would you count that no. as one job? One. One, Anything yeah. I've done with improv, I just count as one thing because you just you just go, you get gigs, you gig as an improv comic. There's not, yeah. there's not like it's not like we're lacking the occupational version of it. There is no real occupational. No, we're thinking of, of things where you had to either present a resume or some right. kind of cre- credential, and someone signed a check for you. Yes, not where you made your money, right? right your right. own bones. That's a different like, thing. So, like bartender, I was like the, the yep. weird uh, office gig I had where I was a furniture destroyer and room painter. Yeah. Uh, that would be one. I was a tube slinger for a summer. That's one. My first job was basketball camp counselor. Mm. And then my well, my first real job, my fr- I did that summers. And then my first real job that was year-round was at a movie theater. I just worked the front of a movie theater. I was oh, a busboy at a TGI Fridays for a couple months. I was a Starbucks barista. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, we got a ton of fucking we jobs. We got a lot of fucking jobs. jobs. Yeah, yeah. I okay. was, of course, a game show Let's host. Not, Klingon. I think we yeah. did enough not to do homework, though. That's the good news. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We, <laughs> yeah, we rattled yeah. off enough. A lot. Well, if you listen that way, I've had like I've only had like two jobs. I but I agree with you. Like I, I agree that you you gig like this guy is a research scientist. Yeah, right. Because like the way I was thinking of it, I, you know, I've had four different jobs in the last month. Yes, but you you're, but it's all in the same field. Yeah, your your occupation. Yes, it's, You're yeah, it's, all, your it's all within my. It's You're, all within my. Expertise. It's the equivalent of us doing different improv comedy shows. Only yes. you find jobs that pay you money that cover your bills, whereas Paul and I <laughs> do not. Nope. That's why we work Joe jobs. Yeah. Uh, so he, here are his uh, observations that he has. Uh, Paul, you are fantastic at impersonations. Keep up the good work. Whoa, thank you, Look Matt. Out. That's an attaboy for you, Paul. Very kind of you. Thank Gold you. star in your calendar. Mm-hmm. Matt, you are not so good at impersonations, <laughs> but I love your enthusiasm. Uh, Keep it up. 
I dare you to go back and listen to my Mickey Mouse. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. He's absolutely correct that I'll. Uh, but that's that's uh, that's the. I didn't even take Groundlings training, but that's Groundling. You sell it no matter classic, what comes. You yeah, sell the shit out of it, it, and it works. The best non impersonation impersonation moment I can think of actually is um, we were doing the uh, Neutrino Video projects, uh-huh. and um, uh, we. Uh, got, got suggestions in Neutrino Video Projects is you, you you take suggestions you run out of the room and you film and you run the tapes back in mm-hmm. and you really have to back up your community choices early and hard otherwise you, you have no clue whether the audience is with you or not and somehow I got endowed as Alice Cooper uh, 10 seconds into the, to the show I didn't know this ahead of time I didn't look like Alice Cooper in the slightest he has a clear look definitely and the only thing I could think of was school's out for summer right so I went around the whole show just going like, I'm Alice Cooper and school is out. When? For summer. Hey, you, your school is out. I'm Alice Cooper. And I just really just over the to top one just was yep. one bit. I told everyone the school drilled was it, out drilled it, drilled it for summer. And I just did it. And I came in at the end of the show and people just started applauding. They were laughing when I came in the room. I was like, oh, good. My double down <laughs> on not knowing shit about Alice Cooper worked. Right. It's Play- so good that only women bleed. Is it the song that popped into your head? Yes. And that. And if you show the video for that it's now banned in the UK because we're, <laughs> right. we're, we're uh, not allowed to bleed. I uh, I mentioned this to you, but I'd like to send this out to the scoops too. Yeah, I just listened to uh, Mark Maron's "What the Fuck" with uh, Kurt Braunholer. Oh and yes, he speaks about the Neutrino vi- Video Project uh, at length. Yeah, it, it just kind of it was a nice addendum to your stories. Yo, yeah, so yeah. if you guys are interested in hearing a little more about that, that crew of the Neutrino is with is was a crazy talented. Uh, yeah, you group got of some, individuals. you got some hardcore motherfuckers in there, man. And uh, for improv wise, like I really had two different experiences with two improv groups that we both uh, never broke up, but we both really liked working with each other, and we we'd still do find ways to work with each other. Uh, one was possible side effects. We all got together in college at Montclair State University, and we all like just were the same. We want to see improv the same. We wanted to have group mind. We want to do this thing. And uh, I remember at a meeting with Neutrino, it was we were all respected each other, and we all were very different, had very different aesthetics. And I said that like it was like a group of sled dogs with everyone trying to be the lead dog, and the sled just kind of goes in every direction, but somehow ends up at the finish line with the other groups or stay or finishes. And uh, the, that group was so diverse, and that's what made the Neutrino Video Projects great, is because we all had a very different way to go about mm-hmm. making um, instant movies, and it really helped explore the format. Like I think I like it, it would not have happened with a regular more homogenized improv group right i agree yeah. and kurt yeah kurt is a is a fucking super talent and he's a he's, he just did a stand up on the tonight show and he's got his own show coming out of comedy central and he is uh he's on fire and he deserves it he's he was he's such a creative genius when well, he it back in the day very compelling uh, i mean as as most of those wtfs are so yes. it's a really good listen yeah 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 mm-hmm. Uh, the other observation that our friend has, uh, a while ago you discussed the hot topic of an Australian sports person pissing into their own mouth, oh. or bubbling, if you will. Now, here's the thing. He's a guy, right. so it's probably cool in the UK for him to do that, right? Right. Not Like, by by these standards now, that's a punishable yeah. thing. It got, yeah, yeah, I, I, think, I don't know if I he got all on water video. Sports. Yeah. He yeah. got fired, though, right? Didn't like, they, they fire him the for The prime minister's going to come up to me and be like, hey, uh, if you're into butt stuff, quit. That's the prime that's minister. A, that's so dumb. God, just dumb. No butt stuff. Meanwhile. Would it be the prime minister that did it? The or, banks I, are going to destroy you. Wouldn't it be the queen that would tell people to knock it off? What are you doing <laughs> is not reasonable. When I walk the streets of London, I hope that every eye I meet has never witnessed a female ejaculation. 
when I think of the possibility that some of my subjects are wildly jizzing on each other in their private homes, well, it fills my heart with sadness. Please, keep it in your trousers. <laughs> Kate Middleton, Princess Kate, just like, I have a list of sexual pet peeves that I'd like to turn into law this instant. <laughs> My proclivities override yours. <laughs> Keep it matronly. Yes. Have conservative fat person sex. Please wear white vestments during intercourse <laughs> that cover the nipple. <laughs> An exposed nipple during intercourse is so gauche. <laughs> so I wondered if anyone pointed out to you the origins of the term bubbling. A bubbler is uh, Aussie slang for a drinking fountain. You know, the ones you find at school playgrounds where you push a button and water shoots straight up. Yeah. And you have to slurp it from the pa- uh, passing stream. Hence, a bubbler provides a wonderful visual image of what Todd, Todd Carney was up to that fateful evening. <laughs> the fact his last name is Carney. Yeah. <laughs> the best. And if he was just doing a bit where he's trying to say, like, hey, look, I'm a water fountain. And he peed into his own mouth. Then that, he's a good improviser. He's a funny motherfucker. He's hired. He's hired. Yeah. But it was like, talk about dedication. this is what I like. Yeah, I don't know. What he, I don't know if he said that, but clearly it is what he likes. I mean, he doesn't hate it. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look upset. <laughs> he wasn't like, what am I doing to me? Why are you pissing your own mouth? Why are you pissing your own yeah. mouth? <laughs> Fucking Tyler Durden, <laughs> total Fight Club moment. <laughs> Feel free to hit me up if you ever need an evolutionary <laughs> biologist perspective on anything. I can't wait for the opportunity to visit Vegas and catch all of your shows. Guy walks into, into the bathroom, sees him doing it, and he's like, tonight, if it's your first night at Piss Club, yeah. you got to piss in your own mouth. Chuck Palahniuk? Is Chuck Palahniuk? Am I saying yeah. right? I, I Chuck, always want to say Palahniuk, but it's Palahniuk. Palahniuk, It's right? a weird name. Chuck Palahniuk was the first one to be like, I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> I know exactly what's going on right there. <laughs> First rule of Bubble Club, you do not <laughs> talk about Bubble Club. Second rule about Bubble Club, get some gum because you're going to want to get just, yeah, have, just, some, go, just, just trust, have some have some gum. It was in the second rule you want to talk about? No. Uh, you can talk about it, and uh, def- but the, uh, that's rule number three or four. So get gum. Get gum. Go get yeah. gum. <laughs> go get gum. In fact, rule number one, get gum. Yeah. <laughs> rule number one, have get, some gum on hand. Have some gum on hand. Rule number two, also have some gum right, on hand. Right, because yeah. that first piece is not going to cut it. Yeah, not like yeah. have multiple. You know, <laughs> like now they're selling or- Obit's gum with the uh, yeah. with the two two layers. Yeah, you, you talk about deep. for a dirty mouth. Wink, yeah. wink. This is this. Yeah. This is what you need. The heavy duty okay, shit. Okay, third rule: you got to piss in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first time piss uh, uh, Lots of love from the scoops of the antipods. But is I never know how to say that. Do you know how to say that word? Antipodes. Uh, sure. I, I don't know. How is it spelled? A-N-T-I-P-O-D-E-S. It's, it's the Australia thing. Antipodes. Antipodes. Great. And I, I, is these your beers? Because somebody left their wallet on Tippities. <laughs> <laughs> Dibs on these beers. I put my wallet on Tippities and they're mine. Jacob, no more shrugging. You've done two puns tonight. <laughs> you can't shrug off false puns. You can't touch. Antipodes smoky. That's no, dumb. We got one here from Scooper Trooper. Just the Antipodes. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my country. Not in <laughs> that that series is banned. <laughs> Just the Antipodes. That's the new hot shit. Just uh, the Antipodes. In Australian porn. <laughs> Australian porn. 
Have you watched? I've got. I honestly only watched the first seven episodes of Just the Antipodes, <laughs> the Australian Porn Channel. You have to catch up. <laughs> There's a if twist. we're going to be friends, you There's have to catch twist. up. There's a twist in that show, and you should not read my Facebook. It has spoilers. <laughs> Here's a hint. Just the Antipodes goes in. <laughs> we got one here from Scooper Trooper. But that's not what comes out. Oh, female ejaculate. Scooper Trooper is a great scoop name. We've been doing bits over this name. It is a good name. <laughs> I believe it's the only reason why it's in the scoop. Scooper Trooper has a Scooper Trooper. Yeah. Uh, Paul, vampires poop and piss blood. You dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> you are a genius. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a geek squad bit. It's a, it's a geek shock. <laughs> Bit. Go finish finish this email. Uh, <laughs> requesting blood turn Dracula on ICS, please. Oh. Paul, Matt, and the fellow who turns two dials on the mixer caused three quarters <laughs> of my almost accidents on my way to work. So fuck slash thank you. Sincerely, Matt fucking Wooten from the old North State forever. What's the old North State? North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Um... We get multiple requests for you to do this Dracula character on our show, and it's a bit from your other show. It is. It's some serious crossing the streams, I think, if we do vampire. You, like, do bits while you fix computers? I do bits all the time, man. <laughs> Ask my wife. I'm a bit machine. She can't shut it off. Uh, she used a different word than bit, which talked about who, <laughs> yeah, what kind of machine you're right, you are. You're right. And it's true. Come to think of it, she used a different word than machine. <laughs> She just said fuck face. Yes, basically. Um, but it's, 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 so st- I don't know. I, the only thing I can tell you is that I don't, it's, it's not, it's, we, all of our bits are organic. Same with the bits, like that, that. It came out of a thing, yeah. It came I out don't want to. on Geek Shock. I if don't understand a, if it. There's I don't a, know how to set you up for it. If there's an appropriate time for Blood Turd Dracula to come out, he'll come out. I guess you can request him for the Christmas show dating game. The whole thing was was he just he just kept giving he you know because he eats nothing but blood, right? And then when he goes to the bathroom, it's a turd. But the thing is, it's like it's a blood turd. It's you know gross. All they blood because right. And Matt, then the, Matt the, had you already done the math on that? Because I had already done the math. on the that. The problem is he's in a coffin yeah. most of the time. Shut up, Jacob. I'm taking off my pants. <laughs> and when he has to go, he has to go. Okay. So he has like a room just full of coffins that he's already used up ah! and stuff. <laughs> and his castle's this just kind of got... Classic, classic <laughs> geek shock Matting with <laughs> I thought you were about to say the word classy. It, no. No, it's not classy. No, no, no. It's a dark, this it's a it. dark road. Well, it was it was good enough to inspire some, some fan art, which I'm, I was loving. <laughs> it's not... Oh, Ace drew that shit, right? It's pretty awesome. Ace, I think, is the first one to request it on this show. Uh, I guess I'll find a way to set you up for it. The scoops are demanding Still it. Still listen it's to it sometime. Weird. But you definitely... There's a, many hundreds of episodes of Geek Shock, and you do it in a lot of them, right? No. How many episodes do you think the... Probably, like, directed? maybe three... There's really only the one where it's really big. I, I, I did oh, okay. it. For, I did it for about 40 minutes of the show, <laughs> so people were D- like, "Don't ever do that." Uh, on no, show. no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's it's. <laughs> that's what I was so saying. I, I, you guys, if you don't listen to Geek Shock, that's fine. I just figured it out right now. This I just the, figured this out. Here's here's what's happening. No one knows the email address for Geek Shock. That's what's happening. <laughs> now I understand what's going on. The thing is. Uh, Todd indulges me way more than he should, and uh, people didn't rein me in, so I went blood turd nuts that day. It was it was good times so. though. That is uh, at least it is. I've never thought about the digestive system of a, of a vampire before, right? And then when you sit and think, you're like, well, of course, all yeah. he's going to do is be peeing and pooping blood. Gross. And all where right. does it go? No, no, no. We're not going to go into the bit. <laughs> 
just letting you know. Just letting you know. I'm giving you credit for enlightening me. I'm thinking about something I haven't thought about before. I do not want to do this bit. Next mail. We got another mail here from Peter. (laughs) Fellas, still loving the podcast. I've been working my way through the back catalog and recently listened to a conversation you guys had about an atheist who was nervous coming out to his folks. Uh Uh-huh. Matt, I think it was you that said uh, you didn't know anyone who was raised without religion that then later decided to join a church. Yeah, I meant that anecdotally. I'm sure it's happened historically. Uh, My wife and I were both raised as Christmas and Easter Christians. She's a Catholic. I am Eastern Orthodox. And and although we did have a church wedding and baptized our two sons to appease our families, we don't go to church. When religion is discussed around our table, it's generally understood that we are atheists. But now that he is old enough, he's 15, uh, to make his own decisions, and our younger son has decided that he wanted to start going to church, he sought counsel from some friends, talked to priests, and chose the local Methodist congregation. He sets his alarm and walks slash rides his bike, even in the winter, so he can commune with his spiritual side or whatever. He walks, slashes, and rides his bike. That's a that's a dangerous guy on the way to church. <laughs> or is it true. a slash fiction kind of thing? Or is his son Slash from Guns N' Roses? Of course he is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so there you have it. Someone who decided to start going to church. Oh, and lots of people with drug and alcohol abuse issues find support in church, so there's that. So that is true. Yeah, a yeah. lot of the uh, this, there's definitely some huge religious hangings over the uh, again recovery. I, I've uh, said roads. it before. A lot and of in times prisons. in a small town, you don't have a whole lot of social outlets. It's a great place to meet people, just to the, be able to be around people. The prison thing's a tricky thing. The prison thing? No, no, no. Saying prison, saying prison in this case is a tricky thing. There's not a lot of. If you look at the percentages of people that that would that go into prison openly atheists, there's not a lot. You know, so the sample sure. size of people finding there are oh, people that, that have maybe true. lost their path, you know, and so therefore they re- rediscover some kind of religion while they're in there. Yeah. Plus, uh, finding religion is a thing uh, to get you a benchmark on your good behavior. Precisely. And right. if you want to start getting into church uh, activities at prison, that's a time thing where you get to spend time. Uh, somewhere else, and again, a big time social thing. Yeah, the, and so the church that you align yourself with in jail can define define de- yeah. define how safe you are in the yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I don't like the prison one that much. But yeah, you're um, right. uh, as for the other part, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know, I don't, and it's still, I'm, I'm still a question because here's the thing: I was also uh, religious at 15, and I also was like spiritual or whatever you want to call it until you know t- uh, 25. Years old. Right? I went to church of my own volition all through most of my college days. I'd be curious by the time your 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 kids get married and think about having kids of their own where they're where they're at on that religious compass. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm I mean, still hedging my bet. When on you're this. 15, it's you want to you want to fit in with a social group somewhere. Yeah, and and uh, I have nieces and nephews who, who I'm watching grow up a little bit, and they they've both taken turns uh, where they kind of get into the religion thing for a couple of years. Uh, they're raised without religion, and. Uh, they seem to eventually kind of fade from it on their own. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, it, there's definitely, there certainly is like a communal thing. Mm-hmm. Just like we were talking about conspiracy theories. Like, I had a crazy English teacher who I really loved, but turned me on to conspiracy theories. And man, did I get really get into them for a little for a little while. Um, and it's so exciting. And so, like, you can easily, when you're a kid, get turned on by someone else who wants to bring you along or introduce you to something and check it out. Fuck, I went to fucking Jehovah's Witness meetings when I was 19, my freshman year of college, because two of my friends. 
uh, found recovery in mm-hmm. that, and so they were like, "You got to come to these meetings." And I was participating as other stuff, and I didn't actually. Passion, passion not, is contagious. If yeah, you yeah. if you encounter someone who's really passionate about something, you want to mm-hmm. you want to investigate yeah. it a little bit. Well, if also, you if you admire or appreciate that person, well, and also how I mean, and this is coming from someone who was never around any children, right. but I mean. Is well, because legally, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Right, yeah. Are, the courts won't let you. By, sure, by around, right. I mean closer than sixty feet. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was three hundred, Jacob. You keep changing the distance every time we talk to you. We're going to call it just close, <laughs> with or without binoculars. Wait, before we continue this bit, I just wanted to say for the fact I never thought I was going to become a Jehovah's Witness. I just I feel like we cut this off before I finished that thought. Uh, out. I went to meetings, but you were never in that. No, you were I, never. And I participated because I, you know, I was nineteen. If you think I like attention now. I, I I was like, oh, a microphone. Uh, so oh, no, that's kind of what I was going to say, though, about yeah. the fifteen-year-old. I mean, is it is it possible for a fifteen-year-old to get into doing something without diving yet? Is, yes. it, is it possible to for like do fifteen-year-olds just kind of anecdotally get into like um, church? I mean, you don't even know. Like, for my most, I, I, like, I, and I have no idea. No, I don't. I don't know either. But I will tell you this: like, I went to a Catholic grammar school, and I still went to um, CYO Christian Youth Organization, which was the Christian organization nights for public school kids. Mm. And I went to that not because I wanted more religious ed- education at all. Because you're hanging out with the cool kids. Correct. I wanted to meet more people. I was sure. I was going to school with 20 people, and that, I wanted uh, to. I figured there were more girls on the earth. FCA so or. Know. FCA, yeah, Fellowship oh, of sure, Christian that was, Athletes. That was huge at my school. FCA, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every other what was it, every other Monday morning or some shit like that. I don't know. I never went. Yeah, I didn't either. But but that's <laughs> but that's where I all the that. Me too. Did you go? No. You? No. But that's where that's all the athletes happened. went. That's where all the jocks hung out and all yeah. the popular kids. I thought I was shitting on Paul's point, and then he shit on his own point. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'll shit on my points. <laughs> Vampire shit on your own points. I shit on the point because that's where I landed as a bat. I landed on this, a very sharp. Uh, uh, what is it? A, 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 a gate. You know how gates have those it was a wrought iron gate and one of the points and i landed on it oh but i shit real quick see are you happy it. scooper trooper there <laughs> enjoy it there's the magic and there guess what came but out Paul, stop we're not doing blood a 40 turned, <laughs> everyone right blood now, turned came out blah if, blah if you keep talking someone's gonna fast forward 40 uh, minutes it's to the okay end of this no i'm done i'm done peter has oh, a question back to the night peter has back a question to my 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 cave or my my castle whichever i like I have two. I have a cave and a castle. I knew I, Both I knew. are filled with blood turds. It's hard for me to get around in my house. I'm like a hoarder, but it's gross. I knew I wouldn't win and try to not do this bit. I knew I would lose. You pimped me into it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So Peter has a question. When you are invited to a wedding or baptism or attend a funeral, how do you handle the church portion of these events? Do you just not go or do you sit respectfully there? I, uh, thanks very much for the hours of free entertainment. You guys rock. Peter. Thank you, Peter. I sit in the back and go, oh, oh. <laughs> At funerals especially. Oh. At funerals especially. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. I, uh. Lies. I have, I have a story behind mine. So do you, do you have an answer to that, Paul? I don't have a story. Right. That's why I'm. I haven't been to church in forever. I went to my brother's wedding. It was an outside event. Yes. It was very lax. Yeah. My own wedding had a preacher type person at it here in Las Vegas. Sure. But it was outside. It wasn't at a church. It was on the Las Vegas Strip, about as far away from a church as you can get in some respects. Uh, but not physically. Not the physically. Res- not, not the respective physical distance. Not the respective. <laughs> well, I guess it was. I guess it was technically seventy five feet. What's the furthest you can get away? Do you think on the Earth from a church? It's got to be somewhere in somewhere in Antarctica or something. Yeah, it's got to be there. But you know what? Sure. You can get away from the church. You can't get away from God. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect, like seemingly deep 
but totally vacant statement that someone in like a, a religious authority would make. I've heard that statement so many times in my life. That's your quote, I thought. It's my quote. Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> makes me fucking bananas. Makes me fucking bananas. Uh, All this shit makes me bananas. This shit is bananas. This shit is bananas. Uh, Let's hear your story. Well, the, the, there's there's two. The, I've handled it two two ways. One was that my my buddy Tom got married. He uh, we were all shocked at his wedding. He was in our comedy group, and then we all kind of moved away and started losing touch with each other a little bit. We understood that he had a, a, a strong uh, girlfriend back home, and we were excited to meet her. Was she like a Miss Olympia type? She well, here's a the thing. So, <laughs> so up until this point, <laughs> he you, was Jacob. you know he was an Eagle Scout who took this like weird Native American take on everything. So he was like real Eagle Scout. Yes, he was a legit Boy Scout, you know, up the ranks Eagle Scout, and then also former park ranger. And then he was a Native American fan? And so, yeah, he took all of these weird, like... um, So he got a lot of Redskins stuff at home? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just a huge amount of that. And uh, Cleveland Indians. (laughs) And Chicago Blackhawks. Right. Uh, I will say now as an adult, I would... His his version of Native Americanism was like very, like, college college hippie yeah, pot yeah. smoky like they knew the way yeah. if it weren't for us they never would have fought each other yeah he's got like a headband with two crow feathers in it and a yeah. dream catcher in his window and he's like yeah. yeah man i'm totally in touch with some shit he made dream catchers of course he yeah. did he made dream catchers and well he would, it, they don't work if you don't make them you right, know no, that so, so he would make them and then he would put different feathers that had different significance on the bottom of these dream catchers this was the guy i knew right and yeah. so uh, I'm going to put blue jay feathers out this one. He, he catches dreams about flying. He got he got married. And on the way to the wedding, we're making bets like, is there going to be a kilt? Uh, <laughs> is, he, is he going to wear a kilt for no reason? Moccasins. Is he gonna, yeah, moccasins. And then like, are they going to do some kind of weird like, you know, candle lighting oh, ash no, ceremony I'm married, or something? No, I'm married. I'm married. No. Are we all going to have to like, pass I'm around married. crystals and put our energy into there? Feel this energy. Feel this crystal's we, energy. We walked into a straight-up full Catholic mass. What? And there was he was dressed totally turned normal. his turned his back on the great crow spirit. Did he? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. He he uh, married just a regular old Irish Catholic nurse who comes from a huge was she old? Was he, did he, did he like hit, hitch up like a sixty-year-old? He was. I mean, he wants her money. Um, <laughs> And, uh, I'm still working. And they could live in England because she's never come. No, uh, but uh, <laughs> no, she does. She does do female ejaculation, but just a, a puff of powdered dust. Just, oh. <laughs> just <laughs> sounds like a historical reenactor's Civil War gun goes off. <laughs> um, so, oh, you finished, hun? That's I'm so proud. Oh. Hey, that's it for me. No, don't have to worry about it for me. It's, yours is enough. Pass me some of your crow feathers. I'll dust my cooter. <laughs> um. So she, he comes from a huge uh, Roman Catholic uh, family, <laughs> and uh, we um, uh, we wished we wished it was the Native American ceremony because it's boring. Or it, it went was forever. So uncomfortable. It went forever, and then all of a sudden, we yeah. all were uh, a lot of us were like uh, recovered Catholics. So yeah, so it's just started bringing back a so bunch of like, shit. Oh God! And, uh, you, the biggest here's what I hate being I'm stuck in a Catholic situation is that my brain still knows all the response stuff. Right. As so you're like, sure. oh shit, got to kneel. Oh shit, got to stand. Yeah. You start going down. I, I, I don't know how to say. Stuff to say and, yeah. And also with you, blah blah. blah. And yeah. So you know how to say all the prayers and everything. And so like your brain. And so you there like, I don't want to say the prayer. I don't want to say the prayer. And so we ended up behaving like. We were like fourth graders. Mm-hmm. We were giggling and making fun of everything. Yep. And the, I mean, the, the priest they had was like a. Tr- he literally was like, 
I uh, tried to ask God for uh, some advice for the sermon, and on the bridge I got nothing, on the highway I got nothing, and I got here I got nothing. But I looked at the back of this program, and I saw this quote, and he started bullshitting his sermon off the back of the program that was our handout to all of us that was designed for the wedding. And what I just said took about 40 minutes to get to that portion, and then he went on and on like where he's riffing, and we're all like, he's just riffing, people. So he is, he was not helping you. He was not, not helping at all. No, no. He so was, this fuck was his failed stand up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and which uh, there's plenty of them in the in the in the thing. Yeah. Anyways, we, we were we were babies. They yeah. all think they're fucking hilarious. We had a guy. Well, go ahead, finish your thing. No, uh, uh, I'm going to go a different direction. Go ahead, go, you, we had a guy. First. Yeah. Older priest. Yeah. The worst. The worst. Just he just stand up there and just try old bits. And it was the music stopped. This is we've, we've moved on from we've we, moved on from we kind of ran out mail. of it. <laughs> we're past scoop mail. We're moving on to a new topic. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, well, we he, were almost out of it. So yeah, he uh, leave Jacob alone, Paul. He's doing his best. I remember he would do uh, he would do um, you know like a little bit of the CCD stuff. Anyway, sounded like to Jacob. Right he there. asked a bunch of us Bible <laughs> questions. <laughs> Nobody knew any of this shit. You know, we're all like third graders, and yeah. The next day he comes. He comes into class and he brings a, a bag of dumb dumb suckers and he's like, "Here you go, you're all dumb dumbs. You don't know your religion. Oh, you don't know your God. Bible. Here you go, dumb dumbs." And we're like, "Oh, thanks, Father, dumb dumb." Do you think he has also like equal parts in his trunk, smarties for people who do get all the questions right? I don't know. I'll tell you one thing though that I do distinctly remember. This was I was probably in kindergarten or first grade. It was the stench of sewage coming in from the floor above. And we're in. We're in. The local, the church at, in, in uh, Lebanon, Kentucky, they had a big old cathedral, right? Mm-hmm. Really fancy cathedral. Small, but for a kid, it felt just immense. It was built in that very gothic, Like a giant way. dollhouse. <laughs> it was in a way. It was really wild. Anyway, I can remember sitting there, and this yeah. was an evening thing. It was like a, a CCD kind of thing. And they started asking questions to the kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember this as plain as day. Uh, priest asked uh, how do we know that the Bible is true? And I raised my hand and I said, because if it wasn't true, why would somebody have written it down? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that exact same argument about things on the internet. And if he, and, and if he, I mean, but that was my, you know, no, no, that's I know, my I know. kid rationale. I'm like, yeah, it's of like- course you write down the truth. I feel like every kid when they're when they're a little kid has this has this uh, thing of like if they if I can't see them they can't see me right. right like that's the kind of mentality where you're like oh no if you really think about it there's plenty of ways where you can't see something and they can see you but right <laughs> in that moment right in that moment yeah if he had said well there's plenty of pieces of fiction that are out there where people write pretend stories yeah pieces would have started to lock into my head <laughs> the puzzle would have started to solve itself but so what was his response i i i, I kind of just brushed it off uh, but i but i he's like i'm not touching that one right but i totally recollect it now as an yeah. as an adult and so i was just like he didn't agree with you he didn't say absolutely paul no because he knows that's he knows that's not true gotcha. right his reasoning wasn't any better no i don't recall the answer but yeah. but but it certainly wasn't like you know he, yeah he couldn't def- yeah for 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 funerals I, I I don't believe in disrespecting the places that I'm in from there like if I if I if I agree to enter a church or a synagogue uh, or some other place where people do religious things <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
<laughs> Mosque is the word I couldn't think of. Like a le- <laughs> uh, I, thought you, I thought you were talking about vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, like, I, I don't believe in, like, trying to, I'm not a, um, uh, I guess, I guess a, an, an uh, aggressive proselytizer. I don't think I'm trying to, to, right. to change any course, especially there to disrupt in their, their, spot. their day. And the, the thing is, like, a personal religion or personal spirituality, I, I'm not anti that even. I don't really care. Whatever gets you through the day in a lot of respects. Sure, in a lot of respects. Once it enters trying to you get laws are, made, yeah, yeah. Once, it, once it enters like... What you said earlier, when it's yeah. like, you're wrong, I'm right. When it yeah. enters that place, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, or like uh, the only thing I'm going to do about this thing that's even going on with me is pray. Then I'm also yep. not happy there. Mm-hmm. I know my um, daughter's dying, yeah. but I said a Hail Mary, so she should be all right. Here we go. Um, so, you know, those things upset me. But for the most part, like, you know, uh, I think a lot of it is really community-based. I think I think people like showing up places where they're not going to see familiar faces. I get all that, and I mm-hmm. don't. There's nothing wrong with uh, having a weird donut club. <laughs> Just basically, that's what, honest that's to God, most. that is exactly that's, that's what really what that's exactly what the Newman Center was for us, man. Us kids, that's what St. Mary's the, Church was, dude. Out in, in we ran to those fucking donuts, glass of OJ and a big fucking donut, yeah. And yep. and we'd all uh, recount the the Saturday Night Live sketches from the night before, yeah. Um, that was our. That was my. That was my favorite part of church. Oh, that's funny. I want to get into something about SNL, but not this episode because we're running out of time. All right. But I. I. I will. We will be kicking off the next one with a, a, a SNL anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um. I had. I. My. Uh. Aunt was. Uh. uh a, a nurse. For she real old nurse. She was started as young and ended up being old, which is weird. Um. <laughs> What a strange She was path. a former nun, sure. uh, but she did not raise you, Paul. Um, not every former nun raised me, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a but lot of I former you nuns out there. You are me, and we, we are, are he, and she is. Okay. In there, in there, uh, and then she, she just worked as a nurse at a, uh, at a, it was a Catholic-based hospital. It was a children's hospital mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked there forever, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Uh, Our Lady of the Crayon marking on the wall. She passes away. Yep. After. Uh, only, only about not even I think a year after retiring. Oh dear! And so my father had spoken uh, at her retirement. Mm. Therefore, I'm the most outgoing one. This is the gray situation turned into a kind of an atheist nightmare. You know, like the the grace at the holiday is hard enough. Everyone said, "Matt, will you speak at my aunt's funeral?" Wow. Right. Ugh. This is at the. This is in Washington D.C. So this is at not only a Catholic church. This is at like the Catholic church. Sure. The one what Kennedy went to, and oh, any man. any Catholic, uh, you know, high end. That the same swinger. one where? Uh, no, different. I'm thinking, yeah, different. Doctor. I couldn't name it if you paid me a million dollars. Okay. But, um, but it was just it was it was a major deal yeah, to have her funeral that's a there. Big deal. And her, you know, that kind of a thing. And so I uh, was asked to give the eulogy, and the idea of saying no. I'm an atheist, felt uh, bad. Mm-hmm. It did not feel good to me. It felt, it felt like it was I, I would let my family down. Yeah. For this and the whole reason why I don't like religions, one of the reasons I don't like religions is when you find out that people can't go to certain, you know, parents miss their child's wedding because they don't want to enter this certain temple, you know, whatever that kind of a thing. So like, uh, religion dividing stuff was something that was just felt. It felt just as icky to divide. Yep. On my. On Lack your own of belief mm-hmm. that, uh, that go with belief. So, 
I did have the conversation to all my uh, family. I said, you know, I'm not religious at all, you know. And I, and I uh, of course, felt like a pussy about saying atheist to my dad. So I said, you know, I'm not religious at all. And to my brother, I was like, you know, I'm an atheist, right? Uh, and, I, and I said, I will speak to her. I, I think because when you I will do, speak to her, I will speak to her Seance. with this. As long as we all pass around these crystals, um, <laughs> I will speak about her. And, and, and basically, you know, like uh, I do believe in closure. I don't I don't think atheists still believe in ceremony. You know, I, we, Sarah and sure. I got married. We wanted a ceremony. Uh, we wanted to bring. We our still say together. hello and goodbye to people. No, and then whether we, it's the forever kind or the day to day. And again, you know, like I've I've, I've gone off on the deep end with saying that the, how is it less beautiful to 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 you know when you really strip away all of the the outside forces and really think about what the statement is to have all those people show up and to say things and to be with each other and to acknowledge this community that surrounded this person, whether you're doing a wedding or a funeral, like mm-hmm. it is super powerful, yeah. super beautiful, and it really creates something that is real. You know, it's life affirming. Absolutely, in, in the face of the horribleness of our terminal existence. Yes, it says something. It sort of spits in the face of our, uh, our, our death. Yeah. yeah, we spit in the face of death. We spit in the face of death. Yeah, uh, and that's what I asked everyone to do in that church that day. Everyone spit. Um, <laughs> spit right on this grave, everybody. It's yeah. a very punk thing. Trust me, it's cool. She would have dug it. Uh, so no, I, I, it was the hardest thing, probably the hardest yeah. speech-ish thing I've ever had to do in my life. Um, and I did kind of put like an atheist line in there <laughs> towards the end. But I really, because I did, was kind of upset. The thing that was upsetting me the most as an atheist being around, this is a woman who dedicated her entire life to serve children, her mm-hmm. whole life to serving sick children. Her entire life. And not one sick ch- child showed up to the funeral. <laughs> not one came. <laughs> Ungrateful <laughs> bastards. There wasn't a wheelchair in the place. I just stopped in my speech and I yelled, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> you take and you take and you take. <laughs> this is her one moment. Assholes. <laughs> I, uh... what's worse no sick children there or a ton of sick children yeah, yeah, at the funeral you're, like, you're, you're just like, looking out over to see a sick children mass, they all shake hands and you're like, oh, no, you're like no, uh, no, just, all right. peace be, what, what is it is it communicable what do you got what do you got i'll shake the canceries Show me the canceries. I'll shake their hands because I know that's hand. okay. Yeah, raise your raise hand. The, uh, we, we got the, let's put the canceries over here. We got the uh, the yeah. communiques over here. Flu. No one here with the flu, right? What <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> was bothering me was everyone talking about like, uh, I bet you'll be looking down on all those kids from heaven. Smiling a mile wide. And I was like, and I, so I said it in the nicest way possible <laughs> in the eulogy. I just said, there were those who will say I, I that she was looking down on on us now and taking care of people still from 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 uh, from beyond. I will say she is looking up because she is in hell. <laughs> Not many people knew about her hatred of all white people. <laughs> she was a racist. She is staring at the soles of your feet as we speak. <laughs> Lighting matches. Uh, you said, no, she's not looking down from heaven. You said. I, I said, you know, this was that, and I just say, uh, it's not something I care to think about because I know 
she's spent certainly spent enough time doing that here and we should be thankful for the time that she already did and that was my way of kind of just being like let's not keep making this person yeah do something right in our imagination <laughs> it's a little creepy it's a little weird and then yeah. like i'm like and i was basically like if there is a heaven i hope she's golfing I hope she's or like doing whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, whatever she she did a whole she just served her whole life. I mm-hmm. hope she's doing anything but if there's a heaven. Mm-hmm. She gets to sit around, relax, and be a racist bitch. Yeah, yeah. gets to sit around and hate her own race. She gets to she gets to throw shit at sick children. Yeah, throw, <laughs> throw darts at pictures of white people in magazines. <laughs> Heaven's different for everybody, guys. Yeah. Um, where we are crazy over. This is a big one. This is a big one. Yeah, let's we'll do big meaty scoop. We have a big meaty scoop, and uh, we'll we'll just double jock nerd next episode. Great, because I definitely have two jock things I want to do next episode, (sighs) and some wrote in with jock. Yeah, we got right in. Great, so we're gonna have triple jock nerd in the next episode. Uh, I have to come up with two. Okay. Well, then that's better better that we end this episode. Yep. All right. I don't have one. I want to thank Jacob, our audio guy. <laughs> I want to thank um, Ace Munz, who does all of our illustrations. A couple of great new ones that you just put up. Really like cool a, stuff. As banners. always, Ace. Uh, Ryer's been put up some hilarious, uh, just quick Photoshop, as we say. <laughs> He's like, quick, quick, sloppy Photoshop is funny. I was like, I agree. Keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. It's good Keep stuff. Keep doing it. Unpolished Photoshop. So that's up on the site there. Uh, UK Tony, we were playing his porn music. So good. Uh, Tony also has uh, an atheist Christmas album out. So if you want to check that out. Awesome. Uh, if you do, my aunt will light matches underneath your feet. <laughs> the war on Christmas is on. The war on Christmas. <laughs> Get the soundtrack to the war on Christmas. <laughs> I was, just, I was talking about the, their cat always tears down the, uh, the, the Christmas tree. The, the Christmas tree. And some, the war on Christmas. someone else said, that's what Fox News is talking about. It's the war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know cats are evil. Cats, just cats are the devil's minions. <laughs> like, we agree with Fox. If you're talking about cats, I agree. There's a war on Christmas. Those cats fucking Hate Christmas. I saw a great cartoon. Two cats sitting in a bar, and the one's just staring at them. And it's like they bring this fucking thing in. They put shiny lights and bulbs all over it, and I tell me not to touch it. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we just put the tree up, and we we followed everyone's advice, and we put only breakable, uh, like or unbreakable rather bulbs Stuff at the bottom on the yeah. bottom. All, all anything that can actually break is not on the bottom. So we have a really uneven looking Christmas tree. It's Has like, he gone to town on it? It's like it looks like you know like those um those children's books where you can flip like the middle outfit or the bottom pants. <laughs> <laughs> like our Christmas tree looks like someone flipped pages <laughs> on, on the Christmas tree. Um, and so uh, who else are we think? We're thanking Pendulette for creating this motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, let's see who else we got. Um. We didn't play Nick's Jockers, and we love Nick. And yep. we didn't play any Salmon's music, but we love Salmon. Yep. And I want to thank all of the ice cream soups. Ice cream ice soups. Ice cream soups. Ice Those are the ones soup. that let it melt. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen all the way to the end, you're an ice you're cream, an ice cream soup. soup. <laughs> if you never shit. skip the endings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm creaming my jeans over this idea. Yark. Well, not in uh, England. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank all the ice cream soups, ice cream socialists, ice cream socialites, ice cream sociopaths, and the ice cream sandwich. (laughs) Uh, This has been a fine, fun episode of the Ice Cream Social. going to open up my own studio. It's a great opportunity for me to swoop in like a bat 
Because, you know, all those laws, nothing about blood turds. <laughs> I can do all the blood turd porn I want. Vampire porn <laughs> takes off in England. It takes off everywhere. It starts in England. Yes. There's been a big spike in vampire porn. <laughs> spike from Buffy. Hey. Stop lengthening the tag on the episode. <laughs>